Today, today's uh, so this is a mm. surprise guest for the, from me to Joe. Mm-hmm. Yes. What a shit present! <laughs> turn the chair around. Okay, I had, I had a little idea. Look, this is only for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> how about that? Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, I get nothing out of that. Turn your head round. I'm not interested. I'm getting nothing out of that. I'm getting it. Just have it out of Okay, I moved moved my camera. Oh, turn your head. Don't. Spin the chair round. Give me 30 seconds. If the person comes... If she... She? Uh. Okay, a little clip. Turn round! Was that that a little double bluff? Was that a little double bluff? So, got a surprise guest coming on. I don't think you're clever enough to do a double bluff in that panic moment. Okay, I'm turned round. Fucking hell. Right, okay. How are you feeling? Honestly, woke up tense. Then have moments I forget there's a surprise guest. I don't like looking at your left eye. Can you turn right the way back? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want you you seeing anything. Mm. I think my lazy eye is my right eye. Right. Okay, am I, am I here? Can I be heard all right? Oh, fucking hell, it's worse. I think we should drop this. I know you won't let me, but it's terrible. Yeah, but you're going to have a lot of fun next yeah, week. Yeah, when I've you got do. God, I've got like a sick feeling in my stomach. Have you, do you know, have you ever done, I've never done it Oh, that. God, I feel a bit sick. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> do you know that thing, that I guess corporate thing, where you have to catch someone as they drop? feel I'm about to do that. I feel like I'm I'm sort of safe. You know what I mean? Like, I know when you do, I'm sure when you do one of those things, you don't think no one's going to drop you. But you also go, I don't really want to do it because it's uh, I don't usually fall backwards and yeah. let someone catch me. I feel a bit like that. Yeah. Uh, do you know what would really piss me off? If, if, if like, just hang on, pe- Joe. Hang what? on, Joe. Are they here? Uh, get- yeah, hang on. Are they here? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. I suppose it's, it's been short. <sighs> okay, Joe. <laughs> if you'd like to spin round in the chair now. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> you double bump, oh, you double bluff me. <laughs> Hello, oh. Toby. Hello, Toby. How are you? I'm not sure if that's a pleased fucking hell or not a fucking hell. <laughs> oh, love it. It's honestly, Toby, it's, it's Toby so... Foster, everyone. Hello. Hi, Hello. Mate. I can't quite hear you, Toby. Shit. I think we can. It's a little bit low. Oh, God, I thought oh. all the tension's gone. <laughs> I've just walked in the door, I've been busy, so nothing's plugged in yet. <laughs> 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 
I'm sure I'm the way fun. you came on early. Fucking hell, he's getting all his leads out. <laughs> <laughs> Catapult. And a catapult. <laughs> uh, tickets for Peter Kay's show. Fucking fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wants them, I got stacks. Can't move from in here. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's walking towards the mic, but never getting there. Find it. Find it. You people know more than I do. You people. people Us young people, you mean? That's precisely. My daughter. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I'm, ah. feeling, I'm feeling much better about how good I am at podding at this point. Why have you got a catapult next to you? <laughs> It's, it's not a catapult. That is definitely a catapult. Oh, what is it? It's a magapult. A what? Magapult. What's that? <laughs> What's that? I assumed this was how it would start. <laughs> it's for maggots, right? It's, it's for maggots. How is a magapult? Oh, it's for a... fishing. Uh, tell no, me your no, fish no, as well. No, no, no. no. a bloke next door, I fucking hate him. <laughs> So I got this, and they go everywhere. <laughs> when he sleeps with his window open. I sit on a heart. You can get about a pint and a half through in the night. But when he wakes up in the morning, they're down as far as his cellar. Wow, he's got a cellar. He's got a cellar. They go somewhere. What's happening? It's all right. It's all... Oh, fucking I've hell. This, I've seen this before. This is better than normal. Yeah, it's yeah, about... Yeah, it's too fair. You're on, you're on brand, Hope. <laughs> I'm really enjoying yeah, watching you set up for some reason. Same here. <laughs> you know Full World's going to disappear in a minute. His internet's going to go down. Hey! It's all right. This is here what... we go. Oh, it'll be amazing if we can actually hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Well, sort well of. it does sound like you're doing it from in, under a, in a bath or something. Well, it's, it's called the North... Oh, oh let's have a look at his lounge. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, no, this is weirder. So now we're looking at Toby's lounge. It's not, it's not, the, not, not even seeing Toby. Now we can see Toby. It's not the, it's not the lounge, it's the study. The study. <gasps> oh, wait, that's, a, that's a bit better. That feels, sounds a bit better. Very middle class. One, two, one, two. Oh, look at that fucking. One, two. <laughs> Hello, oh. mate. Can, can you say one? Yeah, can we hear you again, Toby? One, sure. two, one, two, one, two. It's still quite quiet, my end, David. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Tap your mic, Toby. No, it's not coming yeah, through. Yeah, it's not working. <laughs> Is it connected to Zoom? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this so enjoyable to watch? I think it's the concentration level I'm enjoying. There's a walkie talkie, <laughs> yeah. Walkie talkie. What's that? God, you got all the equipment. <laughs> none of it's Just plugged none of into it's it. Hey, fucking hell. I got these with a sex switch. <laughs> what else do you need? With, you the need what? with a sex swing. <laughs> Now I've got a vision in the head. Um, <laughs> I don't mind if this takes an hour, if I'm honest. No, I don't that. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. He didn't even have the headphones, headphones in for about ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> Just hold on a minute. Wait there. Wait, wait there. Oh God. Oh, wait. Annabelle. Yes, Annabelle. Get Annabelle in. <laughs> I'm in a lead! <laughs> Come here, love! 
Oh, fucking hell. Right, my daughter's coming in. Oh, God. She'll that be great. Hell spells. She'll be great at it, honestly. Oh. Just let me, just let me. There is no Annabelle. Why does he take oh. his headphones out to shout? David. Hello, Mas- Annabelle. You know, Joe, you've never heard of David. Fucking hell. Oh, you pardon my language. Yeah, get out of there. Oh. And no, no, bring us a lead, love. <laughs> bring us a lead, a general lead, doesn't matter what kind of lead. Dog lead. <laughs> well, I've seen more of the top of his head than him. And <laughs> we started. Oh, this is all well, going in. Yeah, well, this is going in. <laughs> yeah, this is. I don't know how you follow this, if I'm honest, David. No, no. This is life. This is how I live. I mean, it's not even. I'm not putting any of this on, obviously. No, no. no. If you put this on. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> That's it. I'm That's a if you are. <laughs> yeah, ma- imagine he's got, he turns around, he's, all this setup's amazing. No, it's not. Been a hacked. Definitely not. I got that. What's that? Here we go. Microphone. Um, well, a microphone. A kid's microphone. Smaller. Is that the other walkie-talkie or the same one? Toby's just pulling stuff out of his drawer at the moment. Look at that. Look at that. Rolex. What's that? Rolex, Rolex watch? Package? <laughs> or it's, a, it's a pamphlet about a Rolex watch. <laughs> Empty wine. <laughs> Empty wine bottle. <laughs> this is getting bleaker. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, I should have done this before. <laughs> Do you know what? Dermo O'Leary is exactly the same as it. Was it? Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know why you're not on Radio 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get rid of that. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Changing his headphones, he's not happy with his headphones. He's changing the. Oh, we're having a look at the room Literally again. Literally can't see it, hear anything now. <laughs> hello. Oh, hello. Oh, how's that? Yeah, great. Loads better. What did you do? I've no idea. <laughs> how have <laughs> how, how putting different headphones on made you louder? That's magic, you see. That's northern magic for you. Oh God. Yeah, no, we're magic. Fucking hell. Yeah, anyway, Toby. Well, I'm nearly ready. Hang on. Yeah. What, what are you doing now? Change his glass. Mark it, rock and roll. I'm getting a grab of that. Put them back on, mate. I'm having the grab of that. Right, 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 right. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a filter. Looks oh, yeah. like a special with a hitman. <laughs> it's like a filter, isn't it? So a, a cheap hitman, but a hitman. Well, you say cheap. <laughs> not very good with his microphone. So your microphone's not doing anything. Oh, that not the, your, your ninety-pound microphone is not plugged in at this point. Oh, oh, that's my wife. No, that's my wife. It's Nikki. You like to film with the robot? She likes your film with the robot. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheap. I thought it was shit. Did you? Why didn't you like it, Toby? No, I loved it. Shut up. 
We absolutely loved it. And Joe's. Hi, Joe. Hello. How are you? Oh. Right, I think you've got right. You love. Has he got all the meetings? Now? He's got a little cup of tea coming. <laughs> you've got a team of people to plug your mic in for you, Toby. See where all your money goes. Shut the door. There we go. <laughs> How can I help you? Can I be of assistance? Oh, but we're out of time, if I'm honest. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Lazy weekday morning, giving it up for you. Lazy weekday morning, giving it up for you. Podcasting, recording, giving it up for you. Sold out. I've got found. I'm going to put them on eBay tickets out. I've got a stub hub. This is all I do for him. I've got thousands. Oh, thousands. Anybody else got some? Are they really out? PK tickets, are they? Yeah, they're loads. Yeah, they're loads. Half a check. You got them? Hey, what have you got them? I do his. I do his signatures and everything. Do you know what? This is a true story, this. True story, right? So he's doing, um, he's doing this tour, they're like the world's biggest ever tour. Send me an email yesterday, he says, have you got any funny stories about comedy clubs? <laughs> Fucking write your own. He's going on tour 2025. He's got an email saying, have you got any funny stories? What? Oh, is, yeah. is that true? He, has he not got the stuff yet then? <laughs> No, uh, no, 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 because he's got the stuff, dude. Do you remember lockdown? It's been like that. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funnier. It'd be funnier. I'm going to leave you in my magapult. Straight in. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking Paddy McGuinness's car. Where, where are anyway. you, Toby? Where, where are you, Toby? No where idea. You? You're going to have to ask me an easier one than that. I'm not idea. I'm at home. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at home. Is your, you're in Manchester. No, Rotherham, uh, where Rotherham. the pedos live. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I'm in Rotherham, um, which is maybe that be out. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> on the Sheffield Rotherham Barnsley border. Right. So yeah. about thirty-four miles from the middle of Manchester. Can I tell you that's a little ridiculous? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh. <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh fuck me. Uh, so yeah, so um, and I'm literally just going from work. I I, I do breakfast on BBC Radio Sheffield. Oh so, yeah. How, oh god, I forgot mm. about that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. How how um how was that this morning? Do you what? Do you prep much or? 
<laughs> yeah, you can see why I'm like a pro. Well, I was going to say, yeah, how are you yeah. a radio DJ? <laughs> Nine. Oh, four. Uh, yeah. So we start at six. Six till ten, mainly speech, obviously. Um, and, 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 of course, we're all... There's all problems at the minute. They're all about shutting it down and all that. Really? Yeah. What? So, because they're arseholes. Um, well, no, there's, you know, just repurposing money and I don't, know, I don't get it. How long have uh, you done it for? 20 years. Shit. So, yeah. you, what, five stop- days a week? Mate, you don't get a study like this. <laughs> just for you know what I mean? He has an enormous study. The, study. the study's got a telly in it. And a chair we don't even use, that one there. So, a chair know. in the middle of the room. Toby, when we started doing this, we wanted to do a daily pod, podcast. We, re- we like, one in every two or three records, we can't be fucked. Yeah. And so we ca- we find it really hard to hide it. Yeah. How do you do it? When you're feeling, I, like, a bit crap, life's a bit shit, or you feel a bit ill, or... You just have to, I mean, it, you have to, really. Um... He said that I'll get a job. Uh, well, I've, I've had them. And yeah. they're shit. <laughs> what about with kicking? What about with kicking? Do you still... You've got your own club, haven't you? But, yeah. But what time do you get in and then... I don't to... gig so much now. I got, I got poorly, you know. I got, I got quite ill. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. To like... To death. If they're not caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? It's, a, it's a, like a long COVID type thing that just. No. Yeah, so I, I was. This time last year, it totally fit. Like, well, not totally fit, obviously. You know, you know, don't have to be qualified to see that I could do it losing a pound or two. But, but fit enough, did the whole MOT thing. Then I then got COVID, just, and it just then hit me. And then all of a sudden, couldn't breathe, um, a problem with my heart. Problem with my lungs. Um, honestly, all good now. Just you know, but it was a dose of hospital. Yeah, how long were you in hospital for? Uh, uh, a week and a half or something. Were you scared? Yeah, petrified, mate. Yeah, I'm the same age now as my dad was when he pegged it. Um, which is really interesting because it's only now that I realise. Because obviously it was it was bad when we lost him, and that he thought oh, sad he's only fifty three, but I was only twenty seven. Fifty three seemed miles off. Yeah, yeah. And now when you realise how much the still that you want to do, yeah, yeah, and you don't really you know want to die. Yeah. Um, so you got <clears throat> you got COVID this time last year. I think three times. Flipping hell. And only, mm. and only the third time it got you as that bad. What it was, I got I got it twice. Um, and the third time I got it was Christmas Eve, which meant that on Christmas Day I had to wave 18 of my family up as they went to a frankly awful hotel for Christmas lunch. And I got to stay in by myself with a bottle of Baileys and a <laughs> yeah. bonton. It was the best Christmas ever. <laughs> so I got um, COVID, symptom-free, totally symptom-free. And then after about a week, I started going... Time. Just at the first time? The, th- the third time. So the third time, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I started blowing them clear, and that's when I got poorly. And I felt shocking. And then, like I say, atrial fibrillation, COPD, just everything. Um, now, atrial fibrillation shows up on every fifth 
tracing that we're doing now, so it's barely there. The COPD, they've got away with them. My, my, my oxygen is now back up to 98%. Don't, yo, don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm doing okay. Oh, that's good to hear. And, and thankfully, one of the things that fat blokes at 50s do is that we avoid doctors like the plague because they tell you to stop drinking because they're all bastards. <laughs> um, so what I have done is I've been right in front of the doctors at yeah. 53 and fat. And they've gone, actually... This isn't too bad. I've had a bit of a restart here and we're okay. Right. But I've had a drink now for, or a cigarette for three months. Uh, <clears throat> getting out and about a bit more, that's taking some drinks. So obviously, it's with the COPD. Uh, the biggest worry has been the COPD and my voice, obviously, because my voice ain't great. And I use it five days a week. Yeah. 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 So were you, were you struggling to breathe then? Tony? Yeah, massively, mate, massively. Oh, God, that was so scary. Yeah, yeah, we, we run two festivals. We do um, a festival in Bakewell called Peakender, which we kind of run the entertainment at. But then we have a festival that's, that's ours. You know, we run it every year just up the road. Costs, there's me and a mate who run it. It costs a fortune. Um, and we had it on September the 16th, and I, I can't remember it. I was there. No. Can't remember it. Yeah, and it was just the next day, my wife just called me up and went, that's it. And she phoned 999. She said, oh, I've heard. So you did it. You did it whilst feeling poorly. And then... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I just went and ran this whole festival. And then Nikki just said on the Sunday, she said, oh, I've heard that all night. Listen to your breathing. You're going to hospital. And that so was when, it. When you say you're struggling with breathing, is it just really shallow breaths you can take? You? Um, I was taking... I think it was it was mainly when I was sleeping, they wanted to do a sleep apnea. Um and you're just not getting the oxygen. You, you your breathing's um ineffective. Sounds like sounds like as, asthma. It's a bit like yeah, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so it was it was scary for me, it was the being in hospital thing that was scary, obviously, because I, I was in a ward with um, three other blokes who were all much older than I was. With um, COVID? No, with all sorts. I mean, there was one lad, oh, Jesus. One lad in his 90s, been in hospital for 11 months. And the only reason he was in, he had like a, a voice box thing there that they'd set out, and they had to clean it. And he needs cleaning three times during the day and twice during the night. And he was perfectly well but they couldn't discharge him because there was nowhere where he could go to get the care that would clean it tonight. Oh, my God. So he was just stuck in this cycle. 11 months in hospital, John. Oh, man. In his 90s. Now, I mean, I mean, it was, in a, it was in a nice hospital. You know, Barnsley nurses are as much fun as you would imagine. The, 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 the big fun. It's a, I don't suppose it's an awful place to be if you're in your 90s. You feel safe. But it's still not home. We've got a wife no. at home. No. And, but, but and it's, it's also just it's a waste of a bed if you can bed, go somewhere, yeah. somewhere else and just have someone do that for him in, in, a, in a different care facility, basically. The, the, the worst thing was, uh, bizarrely, I was in when it all got resolved and they found him a care home. And what was apparent was how institutionalised he'd become because he was petrified of leaving hospital. All, all, all he wanted to do was leave hospital, leave hospital, leave hospital. When it happened, petrified. And lovely, lo- lovely lad. I mean, top lad, just joking all the time and big fun to be around. But 
just proper knackered by the whole experience. When you were in there, were you aware of how shit your condition was? <clears throat> or is it in hindsight you look back and go, yeah. fucking hell, that was a close call? When I was in there, all I was doing was feeling sorry for myself. And all the stuff that I was going to miss. Because I, you know, I live 30 yards from the pub. And I've never, as it turns out, I was probably a, a functioning alcoholic, but I never thought to myself as such. Because what happened was I, I finished work at 10 in the morning. So I'll come home, I'll spend a couple of hours, like we all do, cocking about pretending we're working when we're really on Facebook. A uh, bit, of, bit of club work. And then about four o'clock, I'd never cross to the pub. Yeah. All the lads are then coming on from work, have an hour, which for me is a bottle of wine. Yeah. And then pick up another bottle, toggle back over here at five o'clock and cook tea. Yeah. And we see that. Which just means that out of nowhere, I was having two bottles of wine a day. Yeah, yeah. Which, which yeah, you know, I'm never drunk. I'm never up late. I'm still in bed for eight o'clock every night. Yeah. But actually, when you see me, you go, actually, that's two bottles of wine a day. Yeah. Mm. And if somebody pops in who I've not seen, and I, oh, I've got another 10 quick 10 minutes, then, then there might be another yeah. blast, you know. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I, I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah, I was, we, we all, you know, I sit around and have a pint and a laugh. This, yeah. you know, just talk rubbish about football and stuff. It's brilliant. Yeah. So I thought I was going to miss that, and I think I was really lucky because because I had this week in hospital. Yeah, all, all the bits that you would normally go through of not sleeping and feeling antsy and DTs and off the cigarettes that wasn't there because they were waking me up every two hours to my blood pressure anyway. Right. So I wasn't getting a lack of sleep. It was yeah. just these people wouldn't let me go to sleep. Yeah. So I, I didn't really kind of crash. I didn't have the. I didn't find it difficult. So I've come out, and uh, that's whatever it was, September sixteenth. Not a drink, not a cigarette, not even, not even once what I've I've even been back in the pub, had a diet coke, mm. which yeah. just incredible, really, for for, how, for me. How, how fucking lonely is it in hospital? Oh, that's the bit that I'm like. Yeah, you are until they come and you want them to go. Yeah, you know, visiting's shit. Well, yeah, because you know you're sat there being useless. Right. You know, you know, you 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 know the score. You got your people around you that you love, and you got your kids and all this, and you're, you're the dad, and you're big and hard, eh? and I'm sat there thinking. I can't get to the shower without being out of breath. And you don't really want anybody to... I don't mind it. When I'm 90, I'm going to be fine without bring on the bed bath. But just at 50, you just don't really want it. Yeah, yeah. So so the visiting's not... You'd rather they didn't really. They're having yeah. to mess about and try and park and stuff. So, yeah. so there was a bit of it... It's just horrible. Yeah. It's horrible, but it's better than the alternative. Yeah. Did you know Bobby Ball, Toby? Because we were working with him when he, he got in. Yeah, yeah I did. I, I mean, I didn't know him very well, but I'd interviewed him and talked to him briefly. Uh, what a lovely bloke. Uh, I, I, know, I know people knew him well and, you know, just a, a lovely fella by all, by all accounts. Yeah, I had a thing come up, you know, the Facebook memory thing. Yeah. It came up because he it must be 
two years, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so we, were, we were writing a series for him and uh, we were literally finishing off Ep 6 and then we got this phone call. And he'd be, he'd be, his voice had been in our head for like six months. Because it was the second series. We, we, yeah. we yeah. knew him. Oh, that's weird. You know, oh, man. How he would yeah. behave. And, yeah, it was, um, that was hard, wasn't it? Fucking really. Magapults to COVID. I didn't expect <laughs> this. Can we go back to Magapults? <laughs> I've got <all> sorts Ricky nicknamed, I think Ricky nicknamed Toby. Do you know what his nickname for Toby was? Oh, I think I know. I can't remember. There's one one take Toby. Oh, that's it? right. Yeah, yeah. Just nails it in one take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell that's true. So it was a good take. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I hated that about working with him. What? And I really enjoyed working. He doesn't cock about, does he? No, no, it gets on with it. He bang, that's it, done. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, he sometimes cocks about. Suddenly you spend two hours on a scene. I sang it was so I just go it and you say, right, say that line. I go, there's that line, go, that's it, fine. And you're like, no, no, that can't be right. Surely I can get that much better. And it, but he doesn't do that, does he? He just takes it and makes it really good. I mean, I say, yeah, I mean, I thoroughly I say I hated it. I thoroughly enjoyed working with him. He was a lot of fun to work with, didn't he? Yeah. I really did find that. Toby, can I ask, um, when you were making Phoenix Nights, did you know that you were making something brilliant? when you were doing it? No, I mean, uh, if I had to go, no, we didn't. That'd make it even bigger than it was. We had no idea. Really? Yeah, mate, I'm not entirely sure that any of us look at it like that. Anyway, I know, well, we didn't. I mean, we just didn't. We genuinely didn't. But bear in mind, we were as green as grass. I mean, what, you mean you look back at it now and go, what, is it any good? Do you feel like that about it? Yeah, uh, uh, to a degree, yeah. Well, yeah. But it's just had that so much warmth and it was just so, so funny. So funny, and, yeah. But it, it just seemed, and it just, I don't know, it just had, it was so different because it was sort of, I don't know, quite, Mundane and raw and funny and like there's so many funny characters yeah. as well. You go from him. We were just coming off the back of, for us. Um, obviously, royal family was 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 like a religion. Mm. You know, I mean, I remember being at, at our house. I just Nicky and I just started seeing each other. Uh, house that we had in Barnsley, watching royal family. I just like what she done. This is just. Did you Amazing. Know, did you know Craig and... Mm, yeah, bare bits, tiny bits. Got to, got, got to know them afterwards, after Phoenix Nights, but I knew them tiny bits anyway. And we were just watching, going, just, just, just nothing, nothing will ever touch this. This is just... Mm, yeah. And I'm not entirely sure, I've got to be honest. 
I'm not entirely sure what does. I just think with the moments, right, there's no final tally, I don't think. No, no, it's the first couple of series. Yeah. 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 Just so, so, so good. So so we'd watch that. We were all stand-ups. None of us were actors. And we'd just all come together. Were you in your sort of mid-20s? Nearly 30, I think. Right. Yeah, nearly 30. Uh, So we, we were all... Knocking around the circuit, so it was just you know uh, we. I think we were thought we were playing at it really, and we didn't have a clue. I'll never forget before it started. We really didn't, we didn't know what it. We didn't know if we were going to be superstars. We didn't know if we were going to. Be, <clears throat> we used to walk down the. Uh, I remember walking down Dean's Gate to go to the comedy store with Justin Morehouse. Yeah. Tiger face, <laughs> and um, at the bottom, at the bottom of Dean's Gate was a Harley Davidson dealership, and in the in the window they got a Harley Fat Boy, fourteen and a half thousand quid, uh, and I'd had my motorbike license and never been able to afford a motorbike, and I'm staring at this thing every time I used to get the store. <clears throat> and I remember walking down with Justin saying, "As soon as that check comes from Phoenix Nights, I'm having that. Don't bother Wales, I'm having that." And the check came and it was 5,800 quid for the entire series. <laughs> I couldn't afford the wheels. And I mean, we were that, we were that green. We just didn't have a flipping clue. And then what? We were lucky. We were lucky because actually hardly anybody watched series one. They didn't watch what? The opening? Series one. Didn't they? Yeah. So when series two came out, the DVD went barmy and we got a check for 28 grand. Oh, flip. Yeah, yeah. While I was sat on holiday, I was in France. My phone starts picking up. You change your bank. I thought they were taking the piss. All the lads from Phoenix nights. I literally thought it was a wind-up because I was on holiday. Check your bank, check your bank. And the DVD had gone in from the first one. And that's what paid us. That was, I said, you know, we're millionaires. But we missed the, the old time, sweet DVD time that's that ended before that's we... what craig said to us he said they made a load on vhs with the royal family oh yeah and then when, yeah. It, when it switched to dvd they made it again because everyone rebooted. Yeah. yeah 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 so jimmy carby you know, and dara the stuff that they made on dvd at christmas was just you knew you knew when it had come to an end when they were all doing them on like netflix and amazon you go oh, okay that's the new but i know it's not the same cash cow but they'd They'd religious like Jimmy had religiously done like eighteen years or something. Boom, 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 DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that's gone now, isn't it? And it was for us. I mean, Peter Deal is you know, he had enough. Once he saw we were earning money, that was it. Gone. <laughs> so, uh, and did did it profile wise? Did it make a huge difference? Did it get things like the radio thing, or did it all help? Did it all tie in? I don't know. Like. It got me the radio show that I shadow of a doubt. And, and then you make your decisions, don't you? So uh, there was a couple of agents wanted me to sign. But at the time... You did not have an agent at the time then, Toby? No, I've never had an agent. Have you not? No, never, no. So I was 32. But then I was 32. I was living up here. Uh, the, the radio came in. And at the time... You know, guaranteed money every day for a year. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going anywhere, mate. I mean, I mean, the money wasn't great, and but but it was it was it was every day to do the afternoons, and I got that because of the interview for Phoenix Nights. 
So I did uh, the afternoon. Oh, so you went on there and and did an interview on on the radio. On Radio Sheffield and Phoenix. They gave me a job. That's local radio for you. Twenty years ago, yeah. So and and so there were a couple of decent. I mean, you know, agents you know of um, who who wanted me to sign. And I thought it's my stand up. I've got every Friday and Saturday in the diary. I've got every day where I'm going to be doing the radio. What's the point? And then the radio just carried on. So I've often wondered, because there's stuff I would have loved to have done. I'd love to spend more time acting. Um, I'd have loved to have spent, you know, if, 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 if a move to London would have been on the cards or whatever, or certainly in the South somewhere. <clears throat> but it just, it just never happened. But, you know, we're up here and this is where we brought the kids up and everything's been cool. Um, I don't, you know, we've no, between us, we've no actual regrets. Yeah. I, I, I think if radio were to, to back in now, I, whilst it would be a pain, I'd quite like the, the idea of just having a year to sit down and maybe reset and maybe write some stuff and, mm. and get involved in other stuff. And um, But, you know, I'm quite happy with... Uh, with where I am, I do, I do the odd voiceover, of course. We do bangers and cash on on, the, uh, on on yesterday TV and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it's it's all cool. But no, I never had an agent. Never. So did you lot know each other from the clubs then, like Peter? And, was Paddy wasn't a stand-up, was he? No, no, no. Paddy was um, Peter's mate from school. So that's a mad way, isn't it? I know. I mean, literally. And I mean, and I mean, well, <laughs> if, if, if things could talk. Um, how, it, how it started, I was the first kind of, well, I put a night on in Barnsley at the Fealty and Firk in a pub in Barnsley. And it was me compare, a lad called Mark Jackson uh, and Peter Kay. And it was three quid and I sold 36 tickets. And at the end of it, Pete says, oh, I'm doing a thing on Channel 4. Do you want to be in it? I'm like, yeah, well. Is that where he played all the characters? That was it. That, that Peter Gay thing. Yeah, the Peter Gay thing. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. So, so he, says, um, he says, do you want to be in it? So I says, yeah. And I walked back from his car and I said to Nicky, I says, yeah, I know they reckon he's going to be on TV, whatever. Uh, anyway, so he phoned up and we did that Peter Gay thing. And then he did six of those, which was for comedy lab on Channel Four. Yeah, I remember they're great. They were all good. Uh, I remember they were. They, all they were. But yeah. Toby, did you not? Did he not stand out in the club as someone who's special? Oh God, God, yeah. I mean, at the time I ran the Lescar, which is a small pub in Sheffield, uh, used to hold maybe a hundred people, and he would turn it on his head. I, I, I mean, stunning. And he wasn't the only one either. You know, Jimmy Carr played it and did the same. Alan Carr played it and did the same. It was a great room. But yeah, Peter Wood, you know. People... And he started to get a following, didn't he? Like up, up north, like people would kind of go to the clubs he was playing. and Yeah, yeah. Not, not massively. Not in the way that kind of Johnny Vegas did. Like Johnny, Johnny did at the, um, at the Bulls. Uh, and the frog, then you know when Johnny was on, that was box. People would come. I think Peter may have just gone a bit quick for that because I think it was about ninety nine that he, he he smashed it to Edinburgh. Right. 
Did you know, it? yeah, he really did. Yeah, t- Might he, be, I think he, he it, got nominated, didn't he? Or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was great. And of course, you know, some people get very snippy about the kind of put big light on garlic bread. Uh, that's as simple as you want. When you stood in front of the, a room of 100 people and they are hanging from you every word, it's a special kind of And it's really got it. I remember seeing. He did, you know, the comedy live at the comedy store. That's yeah. where I sort of saw him do stand up, and they did with that show, and, they, and I was just like, Who the fuck? like, and yeah. I think they ended up doing like he had the whole show or something, like you know, yeah. the other thing. and I, and it was, it was just like, it, it is a comedy. You go, these are he just these aren't jokes. It's just. I can't yeah. know what it is. He's just yeah. pointing stuff out, and it, you know, and you're like, but it was mind-boggling. And I was like, Who'd have f-? I, mean, I had to say when I saw Daniel Kitson, I was like, what's going on? Well, you know, it's this different level nah. of sort of. Um, Daniel Kitson was in it as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, not, they're not fans of each other. Dan doesn't. Dan doesn't like reminding me he was in it. Yeah, um, I don't know what was going on there, but. I, <laughs> Dan was uh, very stiffy about. I mean, bear in mind, I, I, I love Dan and no problems with Dan at all. One of the best stand-ups I think we've put out that I can remember. Just amazing. Uh, he did it. Uh, he didn't like it. He found it too simplistic. He said at the time, and I don't think he changed his mind, I believe he said that he thought there were some kind of racist overtones in it. Which I didn't see. I, I saw the bits that he meant, and I don't think they were racist, if I'm honest. I don't think that was the point. Uh, the point was to point out the, the stupidity of it. Um, but he just didn't like it. And him and Pete didn't get on brilliantly on, uh, on, on set, and two Perrier nominees knocking heads off each other. Um, uh, so that was a shame because, like you say, they're both both great kids. Yeah. Um, um, but, but, but no, Peter, uh, undoubtedly, uh, has a, a, a presentation about him which is just fab and, and, he, and he, he manages to do it he does do it still in the arenas you know I mean he's I'm not a big fan nobody has had a, nobody's a big fan of arena comedy but in a way that um, the, the really only Peter can he makes the stage look quite small yeah it sort of still feels intimate and yeah yeah, I've gone. never seen any comedy in an arena actually I've never never have but you I did it didn't you Toby didn't you do the didn't they do Phoenix Nights? Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, no stand-up. I mean, it's a big room. We did uh, Phoenix Nights Live. Oh, um, I remember, I think you were getting ready for it when I last saw you. Or yeah. times I saw you. Yeah. Oh, Alex did it as well, didn't he? I think Alex, Alex did. Yeah. Well, that was, it was, it was us that told Alex. He was on that trip. Well, so anyway, Pete phones up. Do you want to do this live? That's Alex Lowe, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, so he said, yes, we do. He then said, it's all for charity and everything. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I so agree to the date. That's annoying. Yeah. Five and a half million quid, he read. Um, <laughs> did and we it did, did, yeah. So we put um, one night in, and we ended up doing 17 at the arena in Manchester, which is like 15,000 people. All for charity. Oh, for charity. Fucking hell. Let's have one night of it. Not only that. Not Look only at that, that bloody Harley Davidson, Toby. Still there. No one's wanted it. Not only that. <laughs> so, because he was all for charity, he came to the bit when he starts off about what expenses you want. And I said, well, look, if you send me a car at night, 
I don't want any expenses. If you get me there and back, then fine. Stop. So I said, yeah, we'll do that. And then they said, well, some nights we'll put you up whatever you want putting up. Brilliant. First night. I said, yeah, I'll stay over the first night. And they put me up in the, um, the, the, the Lowry. Which is the five star hotel yeah, in, it's in nice that one, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's no swimming pool. So as I as I checked in, Ant and Deck were checking out. They don't want the room after they've been in there. <laughs> Precisely. In the case back from rehearsal, this is the first day rehearsal. Goes to the bar, orders a glass of wine, seventeen quid. Oh, when you got your hand in your fucking hell. <laughs> I had to find him up next morning. I said, get me out of this fucking hotel. Losing <laughs> <laughs> money on the deal. They, they put me in a premier in. Because he got, he got a carpet, Toby carpet room next to it, where it was £4.58 plus. So I got, I got I got out of the posh hotel. So we did that, and, and that's when, yeah, Alex started doing... Um, Pinter, uh, yeah. Doing, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and we said to him, you need to speak to Pete and ask him if you can, you can have that. Because I said, great character yeah yeah um and, and i mean at the time the character was as far advanced as i'm getting the word nonce and that was it yeah um so he went he had a word of pizza and pizza yeah take it um you know god bless him he's he's all the work he's done with it's been his own he's he's made it really it's good because it's got the best he? first line in it isn't it you know where all the build up and he goes yeah right yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, so we did that in 17 nights. Um, was it like going, how, how many, 15,000? 15,000, right, yeah. Get, sorry, get, I'm trying to get my head around that, because I was talking to someone, I think it was Josh Widdicombe about the Channel 4 gala show, and he said there was like a, like a delay on the laugh, because it's, they're so far away. So you're used to material working, getting a laugh there. And he said there's like a two-second delay. And he said you never get... You, you think that time it's not going to get a laugh. So you go... Bleh! And then it comes... Oh, my God. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it hits you. It's, it's a physicality. When you get a big laugh, it actually hits you. It's crackers. Um, Shit yourself I mean, the first night, though. Did you do any prep for it? Did he do run-throughs and all that? Uh, yeah, there's um, a massive facility just about 10 miles from us, which is um, on the industrial estate in West Yorkshire, middle of nowhere, and it's the arena rehearsal facility for the country. Oh, really? Yeah, so like Kylie and Robbie, because it's expensive to go into an actual arena yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and yeah. take it for a week yeah. when you're just rehearsing. They have this place on the industrial estate where it's got a full rigging and everything, so you put everything in. And you fully block out a show, fully rehearse it. I, yeah, it's like ten minutes away, and it's it's an amazing place because it's got like the arena downstairs. Then it's got the first floor. It's got like twenty bedrooms. Then there's a gym. Then there's the restaurant, and and everybody just piles in like the most famous people in the world. And I said to him, I said, I used to make uh, Inside Out for BBC One. I said, Can I come here and do Inside Out? Can you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a secret. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Go about that. Um, so, did, but did you try it out in clubs and stuff, or what are you going to do? Or did you didn't go straight to the? No, we didn't do stand up, thankfully. Uh, so, so me and Edgy, who were the, I was the drummer, Edgy was the keyboarder. Um, we did a, a magic act. So, we were taken through it by the chair of the magic circle. Uh, and it was this big old thing where 
A woman appeared from nowhere in a cage and we chopped somebody's head off. And you realize, I mean, magicians, they are nicking a living. They're dirty, dirty bastards. <laughs> all you do is just buy a big trick. Yeah. You've just got to buy a big trick. Yeah. And, you buy a big, and they I just work. So you do? Yeah, you just buy a big trick. Well, you put it on the middle of the stage and it works because it was two grand. Of course it worked, it was two grand. So you press the button, all the magic happens, and you go, So that's all we did. I, I had an evening at the Magic Circle about three or four yeah. years ago. I was invited by this magician. So I mean, I, I've got a nip and help uh, Petra find the car key. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, Toby. <laughs> it might be in this drawer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send it over. I'm oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. But of course, what we had there, I mean, the big one for us um, there was the first night, which is when Ted Robbins had his heart attack. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And that was an absolute stunk. Did that happen on stage? Yeah. Yeah, mate, yeah. What happened? Right, so we'd been rehearsing with Ted, and Ted, Ted's the loveliest bloke. I mean, I don't know if you met him. I'm a big mate of Bobby Balls. Um, just the loveliest bloke. I saw um, him do warm-up at a sitcom, and he was fucking amazing. What yeah. he wanted, when I used, to, I used to do warm-up years ago, and the phone used to ring when Ted was busy. That was the only time I ever got a phone call. Uh, so anyway, so he's playing Dead Perry. And for two days be- before this, um, before the show... He had a heart attack, Joe, on oh, stage. What? Yeah, yeah. Did did, the, did, do you remember? Did the oh, Phoenix Knights. Yeah, shit. yeah. yeah. In two days before... Was he after he was fine off, wasn't he? It was no. touch and go. Well, he died on stage. Oh, mate, let me tell you. So, so um, um, two days before, I did not been right. Definitely not been right. There's something wrong with him. And I said to him, I think it was Peter, I said, Ted can't go on. He's not right. And he went, go on, then you tell him. And he's not right, Toby. Just, he just wasn't there in his head. He just was far away. He was talking quite maudlin. And he was... He wasn't full of himself. He, was, he, he, he knew there was something wrong. Anyway, so me, me and Edgy, the first time, 15,000 in, me and Edgy stood waiting in the wings to go on. And what, what happens is at the end of the first half, then uh, walks up and starts giving his speech. So he comes up through the uh, trapdoor, starts on, and then starts telling these 70s club jokes. And then says something like more chins than the Chinese phone book. And you're like, what's this? This ain't what we've rehearsed. Yeah. And then he says, oh, I'm just going to sit down. Me and you know, anyway, that's when... Are you watching from the wings? Yeah. And that's and when he... as well? Is everyone there? No, no, just me and Steve Edge. Just me and Edgy. So he hits the deck. I think, shit, there's something wrong here. On. I went out on stage. I went to the closed the curtains, they closed the curtains. He's now dying. It's the start of the second half. Thank you, Pat. It's the start of the second half. Because this story is really important. What happens then is incredible. There's a what? Now, this is the stories I've been told it. And I've told it a lot, and nobody's ever told me I'm wrong. On the way to the gig that night, there's a woman whose brother has got her tickets and offered to drive her there. 
he's driving there, her and a mate. They say to him, look, if you're coming and you just go away, please, you might as well see if there's a spare ticket and come in. They buy him a ticket on his way there and he sat right up in the gods. Interval happens, they meet him up for a drink. They say there's a seat right next to us on road two, next to Lenny Henry. You might as well come down and have that. So he goes and sits in that. The thing opens up, Ted comes out to do his speech. He's the deck, I run out, we close the curtains. This bloke, it turns out, is the bloke who trains Mancunian paramedics how to start hearts. He's that good at it. He says to Lenny Henry, I can do something here. Lenny Henry says, get on. He jumps up on the stage and he kept in there three, he kept in there three hours, Ted was dead. When the ambulance turned up, they said, right, we'll take him and stabilise him. Now this bloke went, you won't. He's, he's, I'll look after him here. Broke 12 ribs and his sternum, um, which is dead funny because uh, I remember Ted telling us, he says, they broke 12 ribs and his sternum and Neil says, uh, yeah, that's not to start your heart, that's just because they've seen your act. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was proper, he was Where dead. Where were you when all this was happening? Were you? Were you well, oh, mate, I, so I'm stood on stage when, of course, Kate Robbins and all the, yeah. the Emily, all the family came down. Oh, so I'm trying to, like, I'm kind of hugging the women, but kind of move them away from Ted. Oh, my God. Who's been worked on by everybody. Oh, we then come off, and, of course, we've got 15,000 people in this gas. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that, yeah. They're still there. I'm in a dinner suit. The only people really who are stand-ups, there's, there's, there's Justin, but he's all tiger-faced up. There's Dave Spikey, of course, but they've not seen Spikey yet. Spikey walks out, everyone's going to clap. So there's only me can check so everybody they out. They just think, this, as far as they know, this could be part of the show. Part of the show. So I had to walk out and check them all out. And what, 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 what did you say? What, what did, you, did you tell them that Ted was ill? And... Yeah, yeah. I said, look, you know, we've been waiting for a long time to do this. But unfortunately, the... <laughs> I said, unfortunately, currently, the Phoenix Club's a man down. So I just need you to stand up and really quietly walk out, if you will. And just they just stood up like ghosts, turned around and walked out, no muff, no muff. Until we got back to the hotel. And that's when some people were arseholes coming up to me going, I'll buy 650 quid on Via Gaga for these tickets. How do I get my money back? I'm like, mate, I'll put you through a wall. Get out of the way. Because yeah. we thought we thought Ted was dead. When we left, we thought Ted was dead. Really? Because uh, as far as you knew, it, was, it looked so bad. It was just horrible. It was horrible. And <clears throat> all the cars had gone. All the cars had taken Ted's family to the hospital, but uh, Jason was there, Jason Manfred, and um, Tom Bish, Bear was there, John Bishop, um, and they, they ran us, they kind of ferried us to him from the hotel, um, and everybody was just, uh, it was the worst night. I mean, me and Nicky were there. It was the only night, so Nicky was there. It was opening night as well, shit. And we just sat and cried all night, really, to be honest. Got next morning about five o'clock. Where was Peter? I... Was he there? Was he backstage or just... He, he was there, and of course, 
And we briefly, uh, ever so briefly, had a meeting of kind of everybody just stood around in peace, resting, going, what do we do? And it was like, just everybody go home, we'll sort it tomorrow. And Pete was distraught. <clears throat> everybody was. Everybody was. So at five o'clock the next morning, I'm walking around Manchester, just, just having a lot to do. And um, somebody, I think it might be Neil Fitz, rang me. And when he's all right, he's, he's, he's come round. Are you joking? It's nice, he's, he's come round. And and that was it. it. It was just all through that day. I go in that, he's looking all right, he's looking all right, he's going to be all right. And we, I, we couldn't go see him in hospital because we were staying on the cast of towers. We couldn't all be going in this, mm. this seven or eight men. Um, but he just got through it. And you see him now, he's, I mean, he lost, lost four or five stone easy. He looks great. Uh, he's still working. I mean, he's got seven, eight years since it, since it happened. And it was brilliant, but it, it was it was genuinely one of the worst things. When you talk to him, does he remember any of it? Uh, no, no, not a thing. All he remembers is thinking, I'll just have a sit down. And, and then the next thing. saying that, but yeah. he doesn't remember, like, not. Like, nah, no, but I mean, he was brown bread. And that's a weird thing that you said of him doing material that's just not. Yeah. Just not What's that? It's bizarre. Yes. Things are shutting down and having an effect on the brain or something. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, he's in hospital. Fuck which it. is a blessing. So that fella at the front, that you think there's no way he would have survived without that chap being there in that moment, ten, you know, like a minute after it happened, basically. Yeah. I mean, that bloke just had him on there for three hours. I mean, he was, he was dead at one point and he got him back. A bloke's a genius. Um, and it was just incredible. So, <clears throat> obviously, you know, he, he, <laughs> he couldn't do the, the rest of the run. Yeah, what, uh, what, what, the f- that's a panic rewrite, 15,000 people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's only dead pain, you say what? And a bump down to earth. I just play. <laughs> I'll play the drums for the next three minutes. Fucking he's done. <laughs> but we didn't tell the caterers, so we always got his dinner. Um, <laughs> and he did a lot of dinner. Uh, so, uh, uh, and then on the final night, uh, we all do that bit at the end where we do the big sing song, and you turn around to where it's supposed to be this map of Peter walking into across Africa. And we turn around and there it is, and it's, it's Ted from the Hotel Benjamin Flight. Nice. Which is, yeah. Yeah, which was great, which was great. Um, uh, which, and so it was, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a great deal of fun, really. The whole thing was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, no. But I imagine afterwards, after you've been through that, there's a level of, oh, gives a shit, you know, let's just go and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like the... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There ought to be that a lot though, didn't they, John? And there ain't. You know, there's how many times I, I get this every time you're at a funeral, everybody's going, Well, we only see each other at funerals these days, we ought to get together, we ought to take life less seriously. And the next thing you know, you're trying to write another twelve things and pay another seven bills and yeah. you're still letting it all get on top yeah. of it, aren't you? Yeah. What about your little experience, Toby? Is have you changed I know you said you sort of stopped drinking. Yeah, but... I mean I, I yeah. It's odd, isn't it? Because what we do for a living, really, is we're, we're really looking that you, there's a job that you start off as a hobby. Mm. So even retirement doesn't sound that much fun Not because really. you'd go back to doing what you were doing anyway. Yeah. So 
I don't. I honestly think if, you know, if I was carried on, if I was a salesman like I used to be, I'd be looking at slowing down now. But I'm not that bothered because I quite enjoy doing radio. I quite enjoy doing stand-up. I enjoy running clubs and enjoy writing stuff. So that's the stuff I'd do if I didn't have to anyway. Yeah. 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 So we're really lucky in that, I think. Oh, okay. Um, you know, every now and then somebody just says, can you come and guest on my telly show or come and do Phoenix Nights Live? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know. I was just thinking, like, everyone in that show went on to have a career, didn't they? I, absolutely, mate. I mean, Steve Edge has done brilliantly. I mean, Steve Edge is great. Um, Justin's doing great stand-up Archie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, literally. Everybody, you know... Um, uh, and of course, Sean was in there. and went on to car share with P. Mm. Um, they they went to drama school together, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Sally Lindsay, of course, has done brilliant. I mean, what she's oh, you know Sally, don't you? Jo? I do. Yeah, she's yeah. yeah, she's great. Still I mean, we used to pick her up. She used to in a pub in Gordon. Jesus Christ. I never used to turn the car off when we picked her up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, get her in quick, <laughs> I'll text her in a minute. <laughs> uh, but she's, I mean, she's wonderful. She's great. Yeah, she's fantastic uh, fun. The, the, uh, honestly, the whole... It was really weird. It was really weird because it's 20 odd years ago. And honestly, the whole team could work. I can't well, get my head around it's 20 years ago. I know. No, I'm just thinking, fucking everyone's getting old. But it's like, for me, it's like like a modern day sitcom, you know what I mean? Like it's not no, an old sitcom. Yeah, 20 but, years ago. But like youngsters will have to find it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it won't it's, be. It's, it's, yeah, if they can, I mean, it's how do you find it now? Um, but, but, but literally when we put ourselves, when we all got back in that, in the, in the studio together after, I think it was after 17 years when we did live, it was literally like we'd not been apart. Um, well, I, I don't know what's the fact he hasn't been in the spotlight, but is he just getting on with his life, not missing it, or I'm missing it, but I'm mad, mate. I mean, that's why the that's why the tour. Okay. I mean, this tour's going to be. It's just is crazy. It going to, to, to 2025, or did I say 2025? Yeah. What a commitment, though? What are you going to do? Like 18 months of touring? Just crazy. And I mean, honestly, John, I'm not missing your belt. Four months ago, I get a phone call. Uh, he's thinking about touring. Can he stop at our house in September? Because he's going to rehearse it at Sheffield Arena, September 21, 22, 23. <clears throat> so we have, a little, we have a house that I put the axe up in at the weekend in our village. 
can he have that house that weekend? That's about two months ago. Now, as it ended up, he didn't stop in the house. He went home because he was finished early every night. But that was, that was when he rehearsed it two months ago. And then he's put it on sale and it's going through to 2025. Oh, it's just it. Has he been doing clubs? Has he been trying it out? Or? Uh, apparently he's done, I think he's done three. Kind of quick, quick, hold quick on, hold on. What, three, he's done three tryouts. Yeah. yeah. Is he a genius or mad or something? Because that seems like not much prep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all he's going to do is talk about big light, isn't it? <laughs> you may be oversimplifying, but I get your point. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I would imagine. He's been held to live with during lockdown. I would imagine because he never. <laughs> <laughs> he's done plenty of practice to just to to, to Susan and the kids. Yeah, um, I, there's no choice about it. By the time he finishes in 2025, it'll be polished, <laughs> ready to go out. <laughs> Fantastic. <on tour. laughs> you go in the last week, is what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, oh. look at the set. I mean, it's just crazy. I don't know much about it. Is, is, he, is it all arenas around the world or around the UK or what? UK, all arenas. Uh, he's doing the O2 in London as a residency monthly for 18 months. Uh, every, every month he's doing the O2 for 18 months. Well, like, what, like, <laughs> well, like <laughs> that sounds like you do a residency at a pub. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's doing the O2. Um, but up. yeah, it's, it's just... It's just like five nights this arena, ten nights that arena. It's just crazy. Does he have support? Or is he just him? No, no it's just him. <laughs> it's just him. It's just it's him. <laughs> Cheeky little giggle from It's him in his own car that Gordon drives around. He's so I mean when he did Sheffield, he says to me, oh, yeah, come and I'll see you in the interval. You can as he said, you can uh, you can drink out the minibar. <laughs> okay, I got there. All it got it was Lucas Aid because he couldn't drink the shit. <laughs> um, it is it, proper. He tours on an absolute budget. It's just him and Gordon in the car. It's Gordon. Gordon, his man. It's Gordon the man. Gordon Isaac. <laughs> you met Gordon. Gordon. I mean, I, I mean, Gordon. He, he takes tours. Right? He takes Jensen round, uh, and he um, he did Phoenix State. He, he, Gordon. 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 You mean Gordon? Gordon. 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 <laughs> Stop saying we don't know who Gordon is. Gordon knows who Gordon is. <laughs> Gordon makes stuff happen. But 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 but, but Peter doesn't tour like Aerosmith. <laughs> just turns up. Not really tops. Fuck me. Wow. So, yeah, so it's going to be, I mean, it's just immense. It's just an immense, it's just uh, incredible. Yeah. Um, What's it like I, for you, Toby, seeing someone you sort of did the clubs with and you did that, just seeing someone play that sort of venue? Yeah. Do you go, oh, I wouldn't mind a bit of that, or it would have been nice of it, or you're like, I'm not interested in that? Oh, no, I think it's a stand-up. Yeah, of course you want to have a go. Yeah. I do, but you know what? I think there's no point thinking. We all know really, really good people, really good people who've not made it mm. just because of some luck. It's, there's loads of luck in it. I just, I, of course, it's. Yeah. We also know some. We know some dross as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's turning out big rooms. Yeah, 
but it costs them the same amount of luck. And I think if you start worrying about it, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Well, what's the point? What is the point? Yeah. I, I, I think... I think. I mean, that know, sounds like a stressful couple of years ahead for him, though. Fuck me. I'd be awful. You have to count all that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what, once you get into, like, millions, Gordon, it's like... Doesn't Gordon count the money? <laughs> no. Nobody counts the money. Only Peter counts the money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, thanks, Toby. Is there anything you want to plug or? No, mate. No, no. Just no. It was so no, lovely no. to see your face. I tell you, yeah. you were right, oh, David. David was like, "Oh, you'll love it when you turn." Because we do this thing. I don't know if David told you. I turn. You have to be facing the back, and it feels horrible because you have to <laughs> spin around like the what's it? The voice. It was so right. nice. It was you, Toby. I genuinely. It was so lovely. That's very kind of you. Thank you very much. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. Mate. Yeah, it's nice really seeing you. Totally. And thanks, um, yeah, and thanks, um, thanks for the. I think it's my favourite start to a pod we've ever done. For the first thirty-five minutes. <laughs> 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 no, it's great. It's been lovely. Thank you. <laughs> I need a wire, a nondescript <laughs> wire. Still not right. Still not right. Get on eBay, Toby. I'm telling you, yeah. you never have to work What's... again. That's my drone license. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you um, plug your club, Toby? Uh, because I, I don't tell the taxman about it. <laughs> <laughs>